0: Cater. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch Up Podcast. It is Flex and Frooms on Cater. I've been having so many thoughts these days, and you know how I am with the thoughts. I don't want to share them because, Mm. as Frooms has observed, I'm more sensitive with age. Yep. But I was thinking to myself, if we want to be better friends and have better friendships, we, and I'm talking everybody within the gender binary and outside, need to be better at addressing our internalized misogyny. Oh, she said it. And I'm saying it again because the basis of a lot of female friendships and how they're observed is this like safe a safe space to share, to honour, to accept, to empower and to do all of these things. But we have fall to the trap of doing it in a bubble and not doing it where it counts. Doing Ooh, it when the stakes are so low. You know, I'm going to empower you at the girls' lunch on the weekend, but I'm not going to empower you in the office when I know you're being taken advantage of. And I'm not going to empower you, you know, in your relationships when I know that you're degrading yourself for someone else's attention. Women who experience internalized misogyny may express it through minimizing the value of women, mistrusting women, or believing a gender bias in favor of men. Yes. Right? And so I came across a story of a girl who was talking about how her boyfriend used to drive her to work, drive her car around all day, do whatever he wanted to, it, pick her up from work, but then make her fill up the tank. Right? And she was talking about how she felt as though it was an act of service because he was driving her around. But then when she had raised the fact that, like, I can't keep forking out hundreds of dollars a week in petrol, he was like, but why? Why? Like, you know, you're being selfish. And she couldn't advocate for herself and then talked about how she lost a bunch of friendships because her friends were, like, calling it out and saying, hey, babe, like, this is not appropriate conduct. And she's like, you don't know my man, like, you know my man, la, la, la. Lost a bunch of friendships. The guy cheated on her Broke up. whatever. Oh. What was worse than the story was the comment. So many other women being like, oh, my God, I went through a similar thing of this whole, like, this guy taking my resources or putting me in a position where I felt mistrustful of my friends giving me advice on how I wasn't being treated fairly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not unusual for women, especially. We're not all people. Let's just talk about being women to... Hold their friends to impossible standards and hold the men around them to these minuscule standards or to make excuses for the men around them. Or if we don't even center men into this conversation, to not appreciate, to not empower, to not platform the women in their lives like they would the men, to not go the distance or go the journey with the women in their lives like they would with the deadbeats that are on the fringe. And it's a very dangerous thing because. I feel like how we treat the women around them is a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. Yes. If you view women as inherently mistrustful or not as skilled or not as capable, you have to check it. Because it's a very scary thing to see when it creeps up on you and yeah. you're like, oh, damn. Uh-oh, I'm, I'm doing, one of them. I'm doing that thing that I thought I was above. And it's not about not being above it. It's about just clocking it in a way, and clocking in your friends as well in a way that makes you safe enough to share and do better. The solution, you either need to hold the other people in your life to higher standards, as high as you do your peers and your friends, or give your friends a break. That's on that. Miss like you already. Flexing. You're with Flex and Frooms. Bye. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.